Welcome inside the vault. This is a collection of previously unreleased lessons from eight-figure entrepreneurial mastermind R. John Robbins. And in case you didn't see the warning label, this content can be explicit and it is for serious entrepreneurs only. Today's episode is part two from R. John's January 2022 presentation on ways to delight your best clients by raising your fees. This lesson covers six more creative ways to supercharge your services with built-in value that costs you nothing and will have your clients happy to pay more for them. Be sure to check out part one first. Let's go to the vault. Working with Arjan is like having a shortcut to future you. Every time I can have an opportunity to spend time with Arjan, I try to take it and be a sponge. I thought everyone was crazy. You know, they were running to the front of the stage to see this person. Arjan's wearing his crazy shirt. You know, he drinks tiger blood in the morning just for fun and he's like breathing down my throat. Sometimes it's terrifying to work with him. It's like he's looking into your soul, but it's, it's growth the whole way. If I was a personal injury lawyer, I would dominate your market. You would not want to have me as a personal injury lawyer in your market because I would crush you, I would crush you, I would crush you in the marketing. And then I would hire you to do the legal work because I don't know how to do personal injury work. But I would crush you. Because what I would do if I was a personal injury lawyer is I would align my fees with the best interests of the clients. So everyone who's ever had to hire a personal injury lawyer, please raise your hand. All right. You wanted the case settled sooner or later. All the count of three. One, two, three. Sooner. You wanted to have to go to trial? Yes or no? At the count of three. One, two, three? No. In the back of your mind, it occurred to you that maybe the reason this dumb motherfucker couldn't settle the case sooner is because they get more if they take it to trial. One, two, three? Yes. If I was a personal injury lawyer, if I had a personal injury law firm, I would be reversing that fee structure. I would say I get paid 40% if I don't have to put you through a horrible trial experience. And if I can't figure out how to protect you from having to go through a horrible trial experience, then we will both suffer and I will drop my fee down to 33%. Number one, it will give you a huge marketing advantage because that's what people want. And number two, you're going to make a lot more money because we all know most cases settle. All right. 
Eight, be more selective about which cases you accept, which is something you should be doing anyway. But now be even more selective. Before you accept the case, actually work up a case strategy for it. Before you accept a case, actually think through what your cost of goods sold will be for the case, unlike most unlike the way most personal injury lawyers do it, which is they just roll the dice and figure there's so much money here, it won't matter what it costs. Well, it does matter what it costs. So actually do the work before you accept the case. Number nine, introduce a subscription service you can introduce a subscription service to almost, I acknowledge, not every, you can introduce a subscription service to almost any practice area. You know what's a great practice area to introduce a subscription service to? Criminal defense. You're laughing, but it's true. Sorry? You're listening? Okay, let me see if I can explain it to you like this. People who hire criminal defense lawyers are typically fucked up people. (laughs) And fucked up people typically do a lot of fucked up things. And people who do a lot of fucked up things typically get into trouble more than just once. And so they could keep you on retainer. And they could pay a little bit every month. And the next time they get a traffic ticket, the next time they get their DUI, the next time they get their whatever they get into trouble with, whatever their, you know, offense du jour is, (laughs) they've got you on retainer. I mean, this is how the mob works. What, they don't? Oh my God, I've offended the criminal defense lawyers by referring to the mob. I'm sorry, you defend people who like are axe murderers. You can't be offended too easily. I'm sorry. You don't. I don't know what you do. Do you defend axe murderers? A different type of murderers. Okay. <laughs> axe is where I draw the line. I love it when I go... I, I, you, you guys got to know, I, I, got, I built this business by going out on the road and doing CLE talks with bar associations. And um, I spoke all over the country for 2011, 12, 13, uh, and part of 14. I, I was on the road constantly doing speeches with local bar associations. Did anyone meet me at a bar association CLE speech? Bill? Yeah, some of you? Yeah, Jeremy? I love it when I'm at a bar association speech and I say like bullshit or I, you know, drop the F-bomb or something and some lawyer's like, I'm terribly offended. That's offensive. And I'm like, "Uh, what do you do? Like, I'm a criminal defense lawyer. Like, really? (laughs) I'm not trying to knock criminal defense lawyers. It's just like you can't pretend like you're offended because someone says, fuck. (laughs) Um... 
introduce subscription services. Um, the subscription service can be, I mean, estate planning attorneys, come on, this is a no-brainer, right? Raise your hand if you're an estate planning attorney and you don't offer a subscription program. All right, sincerely, come on. Like, raise your hand if you have an estate plan, but you're not an estate planning attorney. You, you have an estate plan, but you're not an estate planning attorney. Raise your hand higher. Stand up if you are not an estate planning attorney and you have an estate plan. Okay, I just want to say to all the estate planning attorneys, you, I'm speaking to the estate planning attorneys, you clear? You suck at marketing. Oh my God. How many times have I been on the stage screaming and ranting and raving? You need an estate plan. You need a estate plan. You don't love your children if you don't have an estate plan. Blah, 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 estate plan. And here I am. I'm making yourself for you. And these are the only people who have an estate plan. Now sit down, sit down, sit down. Now, if you're not an estate planning attorney and you don't have an estate plan, you're not an estate planning attorney and you don't have an estate plan, stand up. If you're not an estate planning attorney and you don't have an estate plan, okay, remain standing, remain standing, remain standing, remain standing, remain standing, remain standing. All right, guys, shh, 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 shh. You're not an estate planning attorney, and you do not have an estate plan. You're standing up. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. And now stand up, remain standing, and now also stand up if you're not an estate planning attorney and all you have is a simple will. No, remain standing. No, remain standing. We're adding to this. If all you have is a simple will. Remain standing if you don't have an estate plan. You don't have an estate plan. You don't, do you have an estate plan? Then stand up. And now I'm asking, in addition to everyone who is already standing, if all you have is a simple will, stand up also. So no one's sitting down, but some other people are standing up. And now, remain standing, everyone. You know, these are hard instructions to follow. Don't sit. Now, in addition to the people who are already standing, if your estate planning attorney did not have a conversation with you about how much life insurance you need to fund your estate plan, stand up. All right. Estate planning attorneys, like seriously, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, you're, you're signing up for marketing workshops with me. <laughs> I need to learn how to have a sales call. I need a dragon. Just here they are. Here are your prospects. <laughs> Low cost, no cost marketing. Here you go. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Introduce a subscription service. Everyone who has an estate plan 
would want a subscription if it was offered to them. There's no one who has an estate plan who doesn't want a subscription if it's offered to them. Why wouldn't you want a subscription? Everyone wants a subscription for their estate plan. All right. Business attorneys. Your clients want a subscription program. Raise your hand or stand up if you're a business attorney and you offer a subscription program for your clients. Is it great? Yeah? Do they love it? Yeah. All right. I'm not going to ask all the business attorneys who don't offer a subscription program to stand up, but you know who you are. I mean, we can just go round and round and round. Offer estate planning attorneys. A subscription for, for, for estate planning? Well, let's start off with estate planning. How about an annual review? Because every year you need to get that estate plan reviewed, right? Uh, you get an annual checkup. You do an annual, like you change the air conditioning filters in your house every three months. You change the oil in your car on a regularly scheduled basis. Uh, why wouldn't you be getting your estate plan reviewed every year since every year your life changes and you grow out of your estate plan? Boom. Okay. Um, the, the family law client, you know, once the divorce is over, there's a whole bunch of things that they need to help them put their life back together that you can sell. You can sell it to them on an ad hoc basis, or you can sell them a subscription. You can say, hey, listen, we have our put your life back together program, and it's a 24-month program. And the first month after your divorce is finalized, we're going to help you get all your driver's license, passport, credit cards, insurance policies, bank accounts, all that stuff changed over into your name so you're not going around with, you know, your married name anymore if you go back to your maiden name. Uh, we're going to, the second month, we're going to help you with blah, 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 blah. The third month, we're going to help you with blah, 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 blah. You know that checklist, that, that helpful checklist you give all your clients at the end of the divorce and say, here's a whole bunch of shit that you should try to figure out how to do on your own. You know that checklist? Some of your clients would gladly pay you to just do it for them. Let me rephrase that. Some of your clients would gladly pay your firm to get that done for them. Let me rephrase that. Some of the clients would gladly pay your firm which could then pay a paralegal to get that work done for them. Let me rephrase it another way. Some of those clients would gladly pay a premium to your firm, which could then say to your paralegals, we will pay you more than all the other firms in the market because we have extra work for you to do that you can earn a premium for. Oh, and by the way, is that the practice of law? No. Therefore, the bar rules that prohibit us from allowing non-attorneys to get a commission for selling legal services apply or don't apply to that cottage industry. And therefore, when we're trying to recruit the A-player superstars in the market, and we could say to them, hey, we have an opportunity for you to make an extra ten dollars or $20,000 a year, more than any other law firm, by allowing you to sell these premium services that some of our clients love to buy, that would help you 
or hurt you in your recruiting efforts and retention and so on and so forth, right? Offering subscription services. Um, I mean, I guess probate. I can't really think of a way to do that. Maybe fraud. The point I make: Look, this is like not all of these have to apply to everyone, right? If any of you would do like three of these, you would see your law firm grow pretty dramatically, giving you a buffet. You're not expected to eat every single thing on the buffet. All right. Uh, Ten. Offer a VIP protection card. I got this idea from a. From a, uh, I got this idea from a um, immigration lawyer that I that I did a consult with when I was at the Florida Bar Law Office Management Assistance Service. I did an on-site consultation, and this this law firm showed me that they gave their clients a a, a VIP protection card. Who does immigration law? What are all your clients walking around scared to death of? Any interaction with the establishment. Am I right? Every interaction is scary for them. They get fucked over by their landlords because they're afraid to stand up for their rights. Yeah? They get fucked over by their employers because they're afraid to stand up for their rights. Right? In every area of their life, immigration clients are getting taken advantage of because they're afraid to stand up for their rights. Um, I know this is difficult for most of us to imagine, but having a card, a membership card in your wallet that shows that you are represented by a law firm we're all highly educated people we don't experience the world the same way that a lot of people do a lot of people experience the world with a tremendous amount of fear and intimidation and something as simple as a lawyer protection card, this card certifies that Tom Petrelli is a client of the XYZ law firm. If you are a police officer, uh, you are not permitted to ask my client any questions without his permission, without, without my without someone from my office being present if you are a landlord if you get what i'm trying to say it sounds really silly for us but it's a lot of value to someone who's got very little protection in this world i could see that being applied to criminal defense also although i've never seen anyone do it it would seem to me that it would oh you do that Go to the microphone, please. 
add the language barrier too. All of our clients are Spanish speaking, so they hand the card to the officer that's written in English. We've pro provided them with their name and date of birth. That's all they're required. It's obviously not a legal yeah. document, but that allows the officer to then do a search of their background, see if there's an outstanding warrant. And it, and and the and it could even say, um, I'm not trying to be uncooperative. Mm -hmm. I, my attorney has instructed me. Blah 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 blah. That so way, the I assert my Miranda rights. If you have any other questions, call my attorney. Here's his number. Boom. Good for you. Eleven, assign a dedicated concierge. How much should this add to your cost of goods sold per case? Would anyone like to give me an estimate? Zero. It should cost zero. Raise your hand if you do assign a dedicated concierge and say to your, and say to your clients during the sales call, or even during the during either the marketing or during the sales call, we will be assigning a dedicated concierge to your case or matter, and here's all the things that they will do for you. Raise your hand if you do that. Look around at like the five hands up. All right, it's a good thing, right? It actually reduces your overall cost of goods sold. You actually will spend less money by doing this because it, it, it creates, it, because you do it proactively. All right. All right. The whole next session is Q&A. We got 90 minutes of Q&A where I'd be happy to go into any of the stuff if anyone has questions. Right now, I just want to present the ideas to you. I know I'm like answering a few questions, but some of them are like real softball questions. Um, dedicated concierge. And 12, and Renee, we're going to be going to break momentarily. You don't need to say anything. You want to say something? Okay. I'm just a little ahead of schedule. Well, let me tell you this story. <laughs> uh, bundle non-legal holistic services. So look, you know, there is no such thing as a person who is a divorce. Like, I'm not a divorce. I'm not an estate plan. I'm not a criminal defense case. I'm not an immigration. I'm not a patent application. I'm not a bankruptcy. I am a person. And I have a life. This case or matter is just one part of my life. And it's a door that you have the opportunity to use to walk into and make yourself a central character in my whole life. Most people don't. Most law firms don't. But you could. 
you're handling their divorce, you could take an active interest in their estate plan. You don't have to do estate planning services. You could just take an active interest in their estate planning needs. You're doing their divorce, you could take an active interest in their insurance. You're doing their divorce, you could take an active interest in their real estate needs. You're handling their divorce, you could take an active interest in their health care issues. You're entering someone's life through a criminal defense matter, you can take an active interest in their housing issues. You can take an active interest in their family relationship issues and family counseling issues and child issues. You could take an active interest in their financial issues. You're entering someone's life through a bankruptcy. I mean, that's just an open door to be involved in every part of their life. To demonstrate from the inside of the case or matter that you really truly do give a shit about this person as a person. And you can bundle all kinds of services that are not technically the practice of law. You can either create the services yourself internally, or you can joint venture and collaborate with other service providers and create a team solution for your client. Hey, listen, you know, we're handling your divorce and we know you're going to need a realtor and we know you're going to need a mortgage and we know you're going to need insurance and we know you're going to need a new car and we know you're going to need a new accountant because you might not be comfortable having your accountant, uh, the accountant that, that the accountant that did your, that did your taxes as a married couple continuing to do your taxes as, as, as a single person. And, and you could say, uh, so we know you're going to be dealing with all these issues because, you know, this isn't our first rodeo. It's your first divorce. It's not our first divorce. It's your first divorce in your lifetime. It's our first divorce before lunch. <laughs> and we know what you're going to be going through better than you do. That's why you're hiring us as the experts. And so we have assembled a team of professionals who we will bring together and we will be the captain of the team and we will help you manage all of your relationships with all these different people. You're under no obligation to work with our realtor. You're under no obligation to work with our insurance agent. You're under no obligation to work with our X, Y, Z, whatever. Do you have someone else that you'd rather we invite onto the team? Oh, what's that you say? Oh, you have your own uh, realtor that you'd like to invite onto the team? Wonderful. Well, then... Let's now turn that realtor into a great fucking referral source for us. Are you getting my point? I mean, you can do this for virtually any practice area. That's it. It's 12 ways that you can... Go back to the first slide. There's 12 ways that you can delight your clients by raising your fees with almost no additional cost of goods sold. Sound good? Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Tune in next week for more lessons from the world.